Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Couch Productions, and welcome to the 21st episode of Aiden on Anchor, the show where I tell you about my life story as well as my journey with this cool little app called Anchor. It is season two of the show, episode 21, officially. I'm recording it on August 18th, 2019, at approximately 4.08 a.m., and yeah, season two, baby, there's nothing... It's going to be different at all about Aiden on Anchor. It's just this episode is officially the start of season two because I want to do them all in 20 episode batches. But you already heard all that if you heard the last episode, so we're not going to spend too much time on it. Uh, But yeah, it's been a while since I last recorded one. I believe August 5th was the last episode. So it's been a good bit. haven't posted as many of these as I would have liked to, but it's because I've been busy. I've been a busy little YouTube boy, if you will, uh, with all the side projects and shit that I do on the daily. Um, it focuses a lot of my time, and when I'm not doing that, I'm usually half asleep for half the day, or eating, or needing to take a shower, or somewhere in between all that. So it's been a busy couple of days. Haven't had all the time in the world to record Aiden on Anchor, but we are here for you guys who listen to the show appreciate it if you do uh and yeah without any further ado i think let's just let's just jump right into it oh my god you think we should jump right into it i think we should poor phil the franco man gets just gets lambasted over what is essentially one of the one of the easiest intros to ever to ever do but like it's not like howdy guys is that much more original like in the grand scheme of things but like when you're doing an intro for a video, you're just trying to, to get into it. You don't need like a long two minute intro. You just want to say something short, kind of greet the people and then get started. But like Philly D, for whatever reason, it's a short, nice little intro. And then it's just gotten, gotten memed upon by like thousands of different people all over the internet. And I get it. I joked about it myself. It's a funny little intro. YouTuber intros are funny in general because they're all so uh, similar to each other. You can make fun of any of them. I don't know why that one particular got memed on so hard, but they're all, in general, something funny and interesting. So, hey, what are you going to do? Um, let's see. What I want to talk about first up, I think I'm going to go and talk about a movie that I saw. For those of you who don't know, I have a collection of the Disney VHS movies, steadily trying to collect all the 2D animated ones. I made a spreadsheet a couple of days ago to see like how far off I was. And I'm only missing like 10 or so. So I'm actually like pretty close. There's a couple of them in the 80s that I'm missing. A couple in the 2000s that I'm missing. Uh, but then after that, it's like, I'm pretty much done. I could try and look for like better cases. Because some of them I don't have cases for. Uh, or, you know, maybe like try to get some of the the later ones on DVD. Because like Princess and the Frog, Winnie the Pooh, those are all DVDs. They stopped doing vhs around 2005 or 2006 so there will be like some couple odds and ends to finish up but i'm really close to finishing it turns out Uh, i've just been collecting and and trying to watch through as many as i can i still have so many more that i need to watch through the collecting is actually uh beating out the the watching of the films but i sat down and have watched a couple of them i think the one i want to talk about today for this video is uh, oliver and company uh which a lot of people might not know, but it was the Disney movie right before The Little Mermaid. So it essentially closed out the era of Disney's 
80s animation, the Dark Age as it's known for a lot of people, and kind of signaled its way into the Renaissance films, which are the most well-known Disney films. Films like uh, Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, Aladdin, and obviously the big one, Lion King. And I believe the Renaissance films lasted until Tarzan in 1999. So basically, Disney killed it in the freaking 90s. But in the 80s, they weren't doing so hot. Films were taking a long time to come out. And when they were, they weren't exactly impressive. And Oliver and Company is one of those films that fits right into that sort of uh, field, if you will. It's the last one before the Renaissance stuff. And it basically stars a young kid named Oliver uh, living in New York City. He comes across a gang of dogs, and the dogs befriend him, and sort of the most of the film is trying to help out the, the owner of the dogs, who's like this homeless man or whatever, trying to help him out from like a mob boss, but there's also other characters that get introduced, songs along the way, music, crime, all that sort of good stuff. Uh, it actually <laughs> reminded me a lot of like a Don Bluth film like all dogs go to heaven i got a very big all dogs go to heaven vibe from this and i don't know which film came first exactly so i don't know who to call rip off on but it it had that similar feel obviously with the dogs sort of the the city aesthetic the the nice girl that comes helps along and obviously the disney version is a lot tamer as well there aren't as many uh, darker elements to Oliver and Company than a film like All Dogs Go to Heaven. And I actually do own that, so I will be able to kind of compare the two. So we'll just have to see how close they are. But, like, honestly, there were parts of Oliver and Company that I uh, that I really enjoyed. The film doesn't exactly have a really good reputation in, like, the circle of, like, Disney films. But, like, honestly, Oliver and Company's solid. Uh, Animation-wise, has sort of that New York scratchy... Uh, sort of drawn aesthetic kind of like jungle book you know how jungle book looks where it's kind of like scratchy and you can see all the lines and stuff uh this is kind of like that but for new york and i think it works pretty good new york in general feels pretty solid the environment feels pretty solid the sound design like when they're in the city or, or hopping on cars or going from location to location feels good and you get to see a lot like docks main cities suburbs small houses like they really do take advantage of the environment i find uh, the music, too, is actually relatively solid. There's not a ton of songs. In fact, there was really only, like, one really good standout one, and that's Why Should I Worry? Because the main dog is sung by, uh, played by Billy Joel, rather. He sings the main song of the movie, Why Should I Worry? And it is a bop. Like, if you like Billy Joel stuff, uh, go listen to Why Should I Worry? It's, like, the main song for Oliver and Company. They play it twice. And, uh, both times, I'm just like, Wow song is so good but that's just because like billy joel is so good that's probably why they hired him for the role but like damn did it pay off the rest of the songs were kind of like forgettable i can't remember a single other one uh ooh, there was one by like <laughs> a kind of girl dog that's sort of an asshole to oliver uh she's all like rich and preppy and she has like her own big sort of broadway number if you will she just kind of like talks about herself it's very selfish the whole character but the song is just like oozing with that sort of personality uh, i almost kind of thought she was going to be the villain before you know the the gangster sykes shows up kidnaps the girl and then oliver and them got to save them and all that sort of stuff but yeah no music wise animation wise kind of location wise i feel like it's fine uh, the story itself is just kind of like eh, and the characters are just kind of like eh like, you might like a couple of them here. Uh, there's this little <laughs> chihuahua, Chico, I think, is his name. 
and he just makes all the all the typical Mexican jokes you would get out of a character like that. Uh, but Oliver himself is just kind of boring. The rest of the dogs are just sort of boring. There's just one that's like trying to be fancy, eh? and another that's just sort of like antagonizing them. Then there's the girl dog and the main dog and the villain dogs. You know, you know, you've seen if you've seen any other kids movie or even like animal movies. You kind of get the idea of where Oliver and company is coming from. You get a lot of cute scenes, a couple of action scenes. Uh, and it never really, like, hits as hard as, like, All Dogs Go to Heaven or even something like Fox and the Hound, which is one of the ones I'm missing, actually. But I've seen Fox and the Hound, and, like, when it gets when it gets dark, it gets dark. And Oliver and company just doesn't really have, like, a lot of big emotional moments. Like, you feel for the owner of the dogs, but not necessarily for, like, Oliver or the rest of them. Uh, so yeah, kind of a, a little bit of a middle of the road movie. I enjoyed watching it, but I probably wouldn't go back and watch it again, if that makes sense. It's probably, if I did like a tier list of, of all the hand-drawn Disney animated films, Oliver and Company would probably be somewhere in the middle. Nothing awful, nothing bad, but like also nothing entirely new as well. And I'm not even going to talk about like the whole, the whole movie's the Oliver Twist story, but I never read Oliver Twist, I can't compare it to the book. I know in the book they're like people and not animals. Uh, but I couldn't tell you like what the book is about or if the book is better or how that connects to it. Because I really don't know. Honestly, I don't I do not do a whole lot of reading in general. I used to. Like when I was real little, I used to just read a lot of books. But like nowadays, it's just like, uh, I'd rather watch a video or listen to a podcast or something like that rather than just sit down and, and read, if you will. It's just not my... Not my forte. But yeah, Oliver and Company, it's a fine movie. It's a fine film. Nothing outstanding or even like really great, but still like an okay film, an okay movie. If you see it around, YouTube or whatever, uh, check it out if you want to. Mainly check out Why Should I Worry Though, the main song. It's a bop. B-O-P bop. It's a banger. Go listen to it. So yeah, I've been watching other the Renaissance movies like Aladdin and, and Beauty and the Beast and all that sort of stuff, but I kind of want to save my thoughts on them for maybe like a later video. And plus, like you guys already know about those movies, I'd, I'd rather, you know, shed a spotlight on like Sleeping Beauty or uh, Oliver and Company or these other kinds of films that you might not have heard of before. So, hey, what are you going to do? Uh, but yeah, that's my review of Oliver and Company. What next? What next is... Does Aiden want to talk about in this big wacky world of, of hijinks and, and YouTube shenanigans? Um, oh, I have, an, I have an idea. So, story time. I was going to get groceries for my mom. She wanted, like, tomato paste or something. So I go to Dollar General and, like, find the tomato paste rather easily. I get up to the counter and the girl there at the checkout was someone that I knew in high school. I'm not going to say her name, obviously. Uh, but it was someone I knew in high school. And she recognized me right away. Like, oh, is that Aiden? Like, she was kind of like, she knew it was me, but she was also kind of surprised because I looked a lot different back then in high school. And, of course, we talked, and uh, she looked the exact same from high school. So that's sort of the difference. I looked a little bit different from high school. She did not at all. Uh, but she kept commenting about like, wow, I didn't expect you to look like this at all. I thought, you know, you were kind of like the, a preppy kid in high school or whatever. And here you are showing up in a, <laughs> and what essentially I was wearing was like a beanie, shorts, sandals, and like 
probably this boring ass gray shirt or whatever. Like I wasn't, I wasn't dressed to impress, if you will. <laughs> but we like get through the whole conversation and I thought about it and it was kind of bothering me, honestly, because I was like, I don't look that different. I'm not that different from high school. Like I haven't changed that much, have I? And I was worrying about it, like the whole car ride home. Uh, and I don't know why I couldn't figure out like why it was bothering me that much. But then I kind of like came to the conclusion of, yeah, I mean, I kind of do look a lot different than I did in high school. And then it kind of hit me like, I've kind of looked the same for most of my life. <laughs> uh, in terms of like puberty and stuff like that, I was definitely like a late bloomer. So a lot of how I looked kind of stayed the same throughout middle school and junior high and high school. About the only like big change from junior high to high school, according to my mom, was that I got taller. And that was about it. Uh, whereas the years after high school, like around when I started Blue Couch Productions, I felt like I had kind of changed a lot from how I, how I looked back then. Maybe some people will disagree if you've watched my stuff before, but I think I look a lot different now. And I think that just has to do with the facial hair and the beanie and the lack of sleep and like what I'm wearing a lot of the time. But like if I compared pictures of high school me to like me from a couple of days ago, they honestly kind of look like two different people to me. Uh, and I think that's cool, honestly. And that's sort of the conclusion that I came to is just like, I looked the same throughout most of school. And the fact that I've kind of developed an identity outside of that, that I've kind of evolved a little bit, uh, was cool to me. Uh, and I'm like, great. I don't look how I look in high school. That's good. I don't want to, I don't want to stay there forever. Uh, I don't want to stay in that mindset or, or stay how I was. I'm glad, I'm glad things have changed. Uh, and comparatively, like she looked like she had never changed in high school. I knew a couple of people who like, as far as puberty and stuff was concerned, like they hit it in junior high and high school. And then if you see them in any form today, they look exactly the same. Like very, very little has changed. Um, Whereas I feel like me, kind of like, it was kind of nice being a little bit of a late bloomer because now, like, people are a little bit surprised when they see me. And I think that's kind of cool, honestly. Um, but no, like, I just think that's wild. Because uh, I don't feel like I've, I've, I've changed that much, but that conversation really opened me up to the fact that, like, no, I'm 21. <laughs> of course things have changed in, in that amount of time. I was, like, 16 or so in high school, 16, 17, 18. And in that amount of time, like so much has happened. Uh, I was talking to a friend earlier, Parker, I believe, Carrie Knight, who I do a podcast with as well. Um, the other side of the fence, if you want to go check that out, we just recorded another episode relatively soon, but I don't know when it'll come out because it's up to Parker. Anyway, I was talking to him and we were kind of reminiscing back on when we first met each other and I'm like, oh, I remember when I met you guys. It was during Nerdception, an old podcast that we used to do that's no longer a thing. Uh, and I found the episode, and it was like 2017. Like, not that long ago. <laughs> two years ago, basically. A little bit more, like two years and a couple of months from when I first met Parker, Zach, and the rest of that crew on Discord. Uh, in fact, back then, we were actually meeting on Skype to do that podcast, so like... Uh, it's crazy to think about, but like we were talking about how long ago that felt in retrospect, like in 2019, only two years after the fact, how long that felt. And it really wasn't that much time at all, but so much has happened since 2017, uh, both in my mental life and in my YouTube life and my creative life. 
so many things feel different now. I feel like I've changed a lot in those past two years. Um, and I expect that's going to continue, honestly. I feel like during your 20s especially is like a big time for for growth and change and trying out new things and sort of getting outside your comfort zone or whatever. And I had heard people talk about that before, but I hadn't really felt it up until now. Whereas now it's like, yeah, 2017 is a long time ago. And I never would have said that as like a kid or a high school or whatever, but the amount of stuff that has happened since 2017 and how much I've changed as a person in that amount of time is just fascinating. So fascinating to me. I know, I know too, like other people, other people in the group have changed so much in those two years. Um, Parker, Zach, Jay, even, even people in the Blue Catch Discord who I had met slightly earlier than that, like around 2016, late 2016, how many of them have changed? How many of them are, are different from when I first met them? How things have gotten better, gotten worse, etc. I really felt like I've, I've grown <laughs> with people through through Blue Catch Productions, through my content creation journey, uh, through making videos, through doing podcasts, through all of that. I'm sure even through Aiden on Anchor, if you were to go back and listen through a bunch of episodes, how much things have changed since that show started in late 2017. <laughs> and it may not feel like it at all, or it may feel like it, but like I encourage if anybody in my circle is listening to this, whether it's Zach, Jay, Parker, Patient, uh, Denku, whoever, to like kind of just step back and realize like how much has changed since 2017 for better or for worse and how we've managed to in that time still be in a group together on discord like in that wild like through all these changes and stuff how most of these people from two or so years ago are still here and haven't left or moved on to something else i mean some people have obviously they go and they come back or whatever. But that like core group of people since starting Blue Catch Productions back in 2016 and those people that I met in Discord in 2017, here in 2019, they're still here. Uh, so I'm actually like amazed. I don't think I've had that many online friendships even last half that amount of time, much less the amount of time that these people have been in my life for. And it's just been, it's just been crazy been crazy to think about how many of these people have stuck around through thick and thin ups and downs through me not being able to to be online and uh through bad uploads and good videos and all sorts of stuff so i i'm just i'm just reflective i guess is the best word to describe it i'm reflective of like man 2016 2017 feels so long ago uh, and i'm kind of proud honestly i'm proud that i, I kept with it I'm proud that i stuck with it i'm proud that i've been able to sort of foster a community and be a good friend to all these people that have met over the years and how they've managed to stick around as well through all of that. It's just been like, wow. I don't know. I'm thankful. I'm reflective. I'm glad all these people are still here. And uh, for anybody listening to this, I, I encourage you to like think back to 2017 uh, right now, like how much in your life has changed since then. And I think you'll be surprised by how much has. I, I really do. I really do think if you were to look back that far, like we don't tend to think of a year or two years to be that long ago, but like try it out. <laughs> See what happens. I'm interested to, to hear your guys' thoughts. So yeah, uh, but that was that. I don't know what I'm going to title that section in the non-anchor descriptions. I don't know what I'm going to title it. <laughs> I always have to come up with what are the topics that I discuss because I don't make a plan and I got to put them all in the description in like order basically. Uh, so I don't know how I'm going to label that. 
Mm. Oh, well, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Uh, I'm going to take a little break and drink a little bit of this tea real quick. So if y'all don't mind, I'm going to drink this little bit of tea. That's nice. A little bit more. That stuff's good. It's real good. I'm sure a question <laughs> that people listening to this podcast often wonder, like, Aiden, why do you not just pause the recording and take a break? Like, why do you have to record all of it in one go? And you're probably right. Like, I could. Audacity definitely has a pause button, but I like the... Uh, the one take aspect of it. I like that I don't re-record these or redo these. Like I just turn on the recorder and whatever happens, happens. Whatever topics we get, that's what's covered. I like that about that. So I feel like it'd be a little bit cheating if I were just to pause during drinking tea or whatever. I feel like that's, that's kind of taken away from the, the charm of the show. And then others would argue, well, you're just wasting my time. And then I would argue, most of Ain't on Acres is wasting time with a couple of good topics in between, so... Hey, that's the show for you, man. You you get what you pay for, or or don't pay for, in this case. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll just talk about like what I'm working on. I guess for the for the rest of the rest of the podcast, because I don't know how much longer we'll be going from here. But uh, yeah, I'll just go ahead and mention some of that stuff. Monthly battle league stuff. It's all uploaded. I got a couple of bigger bonus videos that I'm working on and in the editing stages of currently. And uh, whenever I go to my mom's work, I'll be able to upload them off to that because my internet here has been garbage. But yeah, by the time August is over, all of Monthly Battle Season 3 will have been uploaded as well as all these bonus videos. And then by the time September rolls around, I won't have to think about Monthly Battle League ever again until next year. This season 3 took so long, guys. Not only not only starting it, but doing all the battles, but here we are like a month. How long has it been? Almost a month after the last battle ended. And I'm still... Yeah, July 19th. We're almost a month after the championship battles, and I'm still not done working on monthly Battle League stuff. Whether it's patient with the Twitter, whether it's working on the site and updating them, whether it's doing these recaps or bonus videos or uploading them or making thumbnails for them, it just... It just doesn't stop. <laughs> it never stops. But I'm at the home stretch. Thank goodness. Uh, a couple of those bonus videos are all ready to go. All the recaps are uploaded. I'm just working on editing a few more bonus things. And then once those are done, they're done. Thankfully. But I'm on track to finish it in this month. So there. That's good. As far as Lions Honor Gaming is concerned, Yoshi, the Yoshi series, did end up finishing off. Uh, currently, I'm getting through the worldwide meme Kirby Dreamland 3 series, uh, which is good because I only have like one more worldwide meme series left to put on Lines Honor Gaming. It's Mario Odyssey, uh, one that never finished originally, but all the episodes are, are there and on my hard drive. So that'll be the last worldwide meme series on there. I'm not sure when the Mario one will come out exactly, but I know Kirby is finishing this month for sure. Uh, and then after that, me, Zach, Kyle, Parker, Jay, all that sort of stuff, we've been recording so many projects. It feels like Lions Honor Gaming recently has just kind of had this kick. And I know you guys aren't seeing it on the on the YouTube channel itself because we're mainly just in the process of recording a lot of stuff. 
Um, stuff that I'm not going to announce here out of fear that it will never come out. <laughs> but still, we've actually been recording stuff, so that's felt nice, really. Uh, the only thing I can really promise you for that is that, one, Kirby is finishing this month, and two, the Mario Odyssey series will also be out before the year is up, either in September or October. We'll have to see with the timeline, but we're recording a bunch of series, old series, new series, uh, and we're getting back into it, thankfully, which is good, because we've just had so many ups and downs with Lions Iron Gaming, it's not even funny. Uh, Ain't on Anchor, where you're listening to now. Uh, episode 21 is going to come out, and then I'll probably do one more episode before August is over. I'm not going to say when. Uh, again, there really isn't a schedule on any of these, but we will have another episode before August is over. You can count me on that. And it will also be in season one, two. Season two. We're on season two. I forget a lot of the time. Let's see. What else? Uh, another YouTube podcast. Me and Zach finally recorded another one of them. We're up to like episode 40, I believe. 40? Yeah. We're up to episode 40. And we also have an extra set recorded. And as soon as all those get edited and uploaded by Zach, they will be hitting the channel shortly. We have like about a month's backlog of stuff that can go up at any point. It's just a matter of whenever Zach gets to it. But yeah, we recorded an episode recently and it was so much fun. I miss another YouTube podcast talking about YouTube stuff. I've kind of had to do through this show uh, just to get it off my head. But I love the fact that like me and Zach still have that opportunity to do 40 episodes of a show like that. I'm still just talking about YouTube and the, the ideas of content creation and how-tos and all that sort of stuff. It's been fascinating. And then finally, uh, last but not least, I guess I'll just talk about what I'm working on for Blue Couch Productions in particular. I'm working on the next episode of Back to the Video Games, one that had just kind of been a long time coming. I've talked about it and hinted at it several times, uh, but I'm going to keep that a secret until I actually post a little surprise video on my Twitter, Blue Couch YT. But I'm working on it. I've scripted it. I have all the gameplay footage for it. I just have to do the, the on-camera bits at this point and then editing. So yeah, expect that. I don't know. I'm not going to give a date for that. Probably sometime late August, early September is all I can say. We'll just have to wait and see. But yeah, that's what I've been working on. I've been a busy boy hopping between recording lines on your gaming stuff, finishing monthly Battle League uploads, uploading Kirby stuff to lines on your gaming recording YouTube podcast, doing this ain't on anchor thing. I pretty much consistently have worked on all these projects throughout August. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> Literally all of them. Like not one of them is on break right now. Like they've all had attention thrown to them in the past couple of days. So uh, I hope you guys have been enjoying that. I hope you've been enjoying this podcast, everything I've been working on as of recently. I wonder to myself if I if I really should be putting this much time toward all these side projects instead of uh, working more on Blue Catch Productions or working on other things that I could be doing right now or going back to college or whatever. But honestly, it's been so much fun working on sort of, sort of all the stuff and how creatively satisfying it's been to actually finish some of the stuff. Finishing Yoshi, uh, finishing 40 episodes of the YouTube podcast, finally getting back to recording again passing 20 episodes of Aiden on Anchor, the three-year anniversary, like just so many, so many milestones and so many moments for all of these things that are all kind of happening roughly at around the same time. And I've just been so happy to finally get back to it and have fun doing it again. I know Zach and all of them have probably felt similar <laughs> with how much stuff uh, they're doing as well. So yeah, I think that'll do it 
for this episode of Aiden on Anchor. Let me know what you thought about it somewhere on the good old internet, Discord, Twitter, wherever. Uh, Discord, follow me, Blue Couch YT. If you want to see my channel, Blue Couch Productions, search it up on YouTube. I do a show called Back to the Video Games where I talk about video game content. And hey, if you want to support this podcast, you can actually donate to it if you want. You don't have to, but you can if you want. So hey, done about 20 episodes or so. I'll continue doing it for a while. Uh, and if you enjoy it, hey, maybe drop something in there. Or if not, that's cool as well. But yeah, I've been Aiden of Blue Couch Productions. Episode 21 of Aiden on Anchor is now complete. Uh, I'm signing off. Uh, bye bye